0: Good morning. It's Tuesday, January 26th. I'm Shamita Basu.
1: And I'm Duarte Geraldino. This is Apple News Today. Each morning, hear about some of the most fascinating stories in the news and how the world's best journalists are covering them
0: we're hearing more and more about new COVID variants. There are the so-called UK and South African variants. Just yesterday, we learned about the first case of the Brazil variant found here in America. So let's talk about what you need to know, what variants are, how they're different, and why this means it's even more important to get vaccinated.
1: The thing to keep in mind about viruses is, as they spread, they mutate, they change. That's normal and expected. Most of the time, mutations don't mean anything. But in rare cases, mutations can alter the virus in a way that gives it a sort of advantage, like the ability to spread faster from person to person.
0: And that's what's believed to be happening with these three new variants. Scientists think that they're more contagious, that the U.K. and South African ones are likely about 50 percent more transmissible. On Friday, the U.K. announced that the British variant was now dominant across the country. And the variant in South Africa makes up more than 80 percent of cases there.
1: And you know, there are some early signs. Variants that may spread faster, Shemitah, may also make us sicker, meaning possibly more hospitalizations, deaths and longer lockdowns. British officials recently said the new variant found there might be more deadly. Now, the Wall Street Journal does caution this assessment is preliminary and might be overly pessimistic.
0: Now, there is some good news. Scientists believe the vaccines should still provide protection. Here's how Dr. Anthony Fauci explained it on NBC's Today show.
1: There is a very slight, modest diminution in the efficacy of a vaccine against it. But there's enough cushion with the vaccines that we have that we still consider them to be effective
0: So what he's saying is the vaccine works. But just to be proactive, Moderna is studying to see if a booster shot could make its vaccine even more effective. It's testing two boosters right now, one targeted specifically at the South African variant, and one to fight any new mutations more broadly.
1: Here in the U.S., the Biden administration just increased its vaccine goal by 50 percent. The plan now is to inoculate 1.5 million people a day. Still... The longer it takes us to reach herd immunity, the more opportunity COVID-19 has to mutate. And while the variants may be new, your best defense is old advice. Keep social distancing and get the vaccine when it's your turn. A new NPR analysis on police shootings in black communities has some insightful findings. NPR's investigative unit poured through thousands of pages of data on police shootings nationwide. They found, since 2015, officers fatally shot at least 135 unarmed black men and women. Now, what's particularly interesting here is that their investigation shines a spotlight on a small number of officers who, the data shows are responsible for many of those deadly shootings.
0: Yeah, NPR explains how some law enforcement agencies are failing to hold officers accountable and putting them back in the position to shoot again. In the data they gathered, more than a dozen officers were involved in two or more shootings. And that's significant because, as one criminologist explained, many officers can go their entire career without shooting or even drawing their weapons.
1: These new findings raise concerns about departments where certain police officers are repeatedly shooting unarmed black people and keeping their jobs, even when problems were known. NPR found there are cops with previous criminal records and some who were actually convicted of crimes while serving on the force.
0: The data also points to potential issues with training. Several officers involved in deadly shootings had been serving for less than a year. Some of them had been on the job for just days, even hours.
1: A handful of officers were tried and convicted of murder or manslaughter, but most were never charged. A criminal justice professor tells NPR, juries often sympathize with officers, so convictions are hard to get. Yeah, a couple dozen officers were fired or resigned, but several of them were rehired or got jobs at other law enforcement agencies. So many of the headlines coming out of Washington are about the Senate's new power sharing deal. It appears the filibuster is likely to stay in place for now. But we want to focus on some other important moves that are not getting as much attention that could have long-term impact. Political reports, some Republican officials are pushing for major changes to voting rules. And in some cases, they're justifying this push by citing Trump's repeatedly disproven claims of voter fraud.
0: We're seeing this happening in Georgia. State Republicans there want to end no-excuse mail-in voting, get rid of ballot drop boxes, and require people who vote by mail to include a photocopy of their ID. And the state already has pretty strict photo ID laws for in-person voting. The Republicans control the state house in Georgia, so they're in a good position to make these changes. But critics say it's clear what's happening here. As we saw in 2020, Democrats tend to vote by mail more than Republicans, and these critics say these proposed changes appear to be designed to hurt Democrats' chances in 2022 elections and beyond. Republicans are also trying to overhaul voting rules in states like Pennsylvania and Arizona.
1: That's at the state level. Now, at the federal level, Democrats are in control. They have the presidency and both chambers of Congress, and national voting rights reform is on their agenda. New York Magazine explains the Democrats are pushing the For the People Act. It's a giant package of reforms that would expand voting access across the country, partially by establishing a set of federal standards for all elections.
0: Some of the things it proposes, automatic voter registration, prepaid postage for mail-in ballots, and two weeks of in-person early voting across the country – House Democrats passed this bill in 2019, but it never made it to the floor at the time because Republicans control the Senate.
1: Republicans are saying no to that plan. The GOP's position is elections are supposed to be run locally, not by the federal government. And unless this bill has support from across the aisle, it's almost guaranteed to be held up in the Senate, where Republican filibuster could block its passage.
0: And now, a little sound from a gymnastics moment that's going viral. And we want to play it for you because it's not what you might typically hear.
1: Look at those moves. (laughs) The gymnast is UCLA's Nia Dennis. Her video racked up more than 8.3 million views on Twitter. As a Black athlete, putting hip-hop sounds front and center in her routines... She's getting attention for continuing to push the limits of a sport that has historically had a white image.
0: She got Tupac in there. She got Kendrick Lamar, (laughs) Missy Elliott, and she threw in a lot of dance moves. She hit the whoa. There's lots of step. She says that she drew inspiration from her father and from black fraternities.
1: And as you can see in that video, her teammates are having so much fun watching her shine. They're on the Mm -hmm. sidelines dancing along. Even Missy Elliott and Simone Biles were impressed and tweeted their praise.
0: Yeah, the judges were impressed too. She scored a 9.95 out of 10, earning her team a win.
1: You can find all these stories and more in the Apple News app.
0: And while you're there, check out some of our audio stories.
1: We'll talk with you again tomorrow.